Hey, Start Marketers. Welcome to today's episode. I am excited for this conversation. Nika is with us here today. She is a Grow Nebraska member. And as you know, I have been doing Instagram lives for Grow Nebraska every noon or every Monday at noon. And we go through various marketing strategies. And so today we're going to chat with Nika about what her business is and what some of the marketing challenges she first kind of encountered as she was starting her business and what she's done to overcome it. And hopefully that will give you all some inspiration about how to get started and tackle the things that you've got in front of you. So a little bit different take of our hot seat coaching sessions, but I am excited for this message and to kind of give you all some real life inspiration. So Nika, welcome and thank you for being here today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. So tell us a little bit about who you are, what your business is, and kind of how long you've been doing Woo! it. Okay. Loaded question. Let's go <laughs> Let's get started. So I am Nika Johnson, the owner and founder of a company called Budget to Success. My goal is to be able to teach the importance of financial literacy, focusing on budgeting, savings, and credit. So I like to have those uncomfortable conversations surrounding money because it's not about how much money you make, but manage money you do make. Um, in all, I have over 15 years of financial industry experience. In the middle of the pandemic, I fired my boss. That's right. September of 2020, I fired my boss. I was one of the top 5% loan officers at a local credit union. I'm doing over $5 million a year within loan productions, even during that rough time. Um, Budget to Success is my baby. Um, it was something that was once a side hustle for the last five and a half, six years. Um, to where I used my personal social media platform that captivated an audience. Um, what I mean by that is I'm no stranger to overcoming um, a, a adversity, poverty, grew up in a single parent home with a repeated cycle of teenage pregnancy at the age of 16. Um, I am actually with my uh, still with my child's father. We're coming up on 12 years together next month in our five-year wedding anniversary. Um, so you don't wow. see that many often. So within that aspect is, what did that process look like? I used to just really write what was I going through personally of, oh, hey, we're young, we're twenty, we're in our 20s, we're paying for a $15,000 wedding, no help, parents, or anything like that. Um, having a full open bar is because it's really important for me to give back to those that gave back to us when I was in college. Um, in that aspect, we end up having debt. He had student loans. Um, he had debt not incurred from him uh, by one of his parents. So to me is that it was really important to just tackle that. I knew that I wanted to create a legacy. And now you hear the word legacy thrown out there a lot and a little cliche, but what is the actual step that you are taking? Um, so within that aspect, we was able to pay off over $40,000 in debt in less than two and a half years. Um, we paid off everything with the acceptance of our mortgages, um, started investing into real estate. And then last year for my 30th birthday, I purchased my childhood home. Um, I was just in the um, process of a... I've been dabbling, I've been in residential, so dabbling into commercial, just put out, out a um, economic development deal for one of my storefronts for my other businesses. Um, so within my wide range experiences, I believe in leading by example, um, having an 800 credit score, going after for everything that I ever manifest. And one of those things was how did I manifest fire my boss and what does that aspect look like? That is super cool. I, as you were telling the story, so I used to work at a credit union, a local credit union as well. And we'll, we'll okay. sideline this afterwards. I'm wondering if we came from the same credit union, actually. I feel like maybe now I recognize your name. <laughs> but um, that is, that is a really fantastic story. I think 
it's very inspiring to hear about how people kind of start to make changes and coming from a financial institution background as well. That is something that I know as a marketer, I always kind of looked at and it was something that I wrestled with, which is, you know, you're selling loans to people, which are debt, which is not always bad. It does, you know, a loan can help with your credit score and all of these things. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of times where it traps people in kind of a cycle that they're not really able to get out of. And it takes a lot of really hard work. So I feel like the things that you are doing, they are so like, that is so impressive. I mean, work going through and paying off all of that debt and now being able to say like, I am starting to dabble in commercial real estate and all of those things. Like that is that is incredible. So congratulations just on that journey in and of itself. So tell us a little bit, you know, when you first started your business, what was something that you felt like was really kind of a challenge, at least when it came to the marketing side of things or what questions did you initially have when you started and kind of where did you go to, to get the answers to those questions. So more so when I first started, um, when it comes to marketing is that marketing is so broad. It's, it's a big term. And it's like, what is marketing? What types of marketing? What is the best strategies? Um, and you have all these different companies because in my industry is that I focus on, I have a credit repair company. I do one-on-one financial coaching, which we focus on debt reduction strategy, savings goals. Um, and then I do something called um, success calls. Now I have increased different products that I um, create and offer as well. But initially when I started is that we're in this world pandemic and we're locked in. We're all in jail. We're at, in jail at home. We can't leave. Um, and that aspect is you barely left your home to go to the grocery store. And so I did something that was scary. But how was I going to reach more than those that was within my own community, within my friends and my family? And I always tell people is that your friends and your family is not your uh, target market. It's not your target audience. And people fail to realize that of, oh, such and such not supporting me. Maybe it's not their job to support you. It's your job to make for sure that you're marketing, increasing that marketing budget. So when I first started, I learned about automations. Um, right off the back, I spent $2,500 with the company. Um, and I wouldn't say that they were scammed, but they manipulated. So they use different scare tactics. You spend thousands of dollars. It was a recurring transaction. So I'm paying $2,500 up front. The following month, I upgraded. I'm adding another $1,000. So here I'm at $3,500 in this company that's doing the automations. So I use a company called um, Active Campaign um, that was within compliance that I can be able to utilize. And so then from there, I'm learning different aspects. It's like a roadblock is because I'm starting this business, but I'm learning other things as I grow and I'm this one man show. And what does that look like? Um, so the biggest hurdle for me is understanding what is automation and why was automation so important to be able to grow the um, longevity of your company. I think that's a great point. That's something that marketing in general feels a little bit overwhelming. Like you said, it's so broad. And so when you start kind of understanding what systems can I put in place to help make this a little bit easier to manage, that's always kind of key to, I think, getting your efforts off the ground. Because if you're doing all of it manually, it's it's just too much work. It's not sustainable, especially if you are one individual or even just a small company with maybe just a couple of employees that you can delegate some things to. Um, And so I think using your systems is really smart. And I think you bring up a good, a good point. And this is something that it's always frustrating for me to hear to say like, oh, I found this partner. And then it felt like it was a really manipulative relationship or they took advantage of what I didn't know and took, you know, 
hard-earned money out of my pocket that I could have used to do something else in my business. Um, because I think those are the kinds of experiences that really sour mm-hmm. people on doing and working with because you don't know what to do. Like, because <laughs> of, okay, I just spent uh, like some people don't have that. Some people literally save to be able to spend thousand dollars to and be able to invest their money. But my mindset is, what you put into it, what you go get out. The bigger the risk, bigger reward. And so, for someone to say like, "Hey, your package comes with boom, 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 boom," and it's not really executing. I'm looking at my emails and finding out, okay, all this company did was go to Fiverr. They found somebody overseas to create these email templates and all they're doing is rinse and repeat. You done paid $50 for this, but you're making $1,000 off of other people. And I get it, business is business, but when it comes to marketing is I need to make for sure these emails that we're creating, that it's the, what is the open rate? There's no point in having emails, but it's not captivating people's attention. So I learned so many different things of the interesting um, subject lines of email. So in the beginning of the month, when I'll send out emails, I'd be like, hey, your um, rent is past due. Why? Because it increased fear, but it allows mine to open it up, but you captivate their attention. So the different marketing strategies that I had to learn, and then I tried another company, um, and I was going using a system called Go High Level, which is like top tier for a lot of marketing companies that they use. Um, it's so similar to like Salesforce and stuff like that. So it's just like a lot of that was like through trial and error. It's some things you can't prevent yourself from, but I'm glad that I know what I know now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what were the, you kind of mentioned the systems early on. Once you got your systems in place, what was kind of the next step that you took to help grow your business? Like where did you start? So I dominated social media and I, I was organic with me. You can't, so many people on social media, it's so easy to compare yourself and you want to be like the next person and people feel like that they could take the elevator to success and not the stairs. So to me, I was naturally me. So if I was taking off a wig, I'll get on social media and taking off my wig. If I want to put a bonnet on, if I was dancing, when the steamy came out, the steamy checks dropped, I got dressed up, put a gown on that I didn't get to wear to my family reunion the year before with a, a fur, a wine glass. And I made it education entertaining. And that's how I um, capitalize off of that. So what I would do is do landing pages. So landing pages is when I'm collecting phone number, names, and emails. I always tell people, people do business with people and not logos. So anytime I did something free, it was free for you, but I got something out of it because now I can add you into my lead campaign. Now I can put you into my emails. So when I first started, I made for sure I understand the importance of automation, how to use it, who's the biggest competitors, what was the difference between text marketing and voice drops um, to email? I start learning about copywriting. I was like, okay, that's not in my budget yet, but how can I get some things creative? So I will mirror those that was dominating the world on social media, on Instagram. And I'll be like, okay, that's what they're doing. Doing the flash sales and stuff like that. So I just absorb it. I was a sponge and absorbed as much as I could. And it's okay to do things for free. Like do things within your budget because that's my biggest phrase is, is that in your budget both personally and professionally too. So I learned and I studied. And then I was like, hey, if nobody else will teach me, guess what? I could Google, go to YouTube University, and we go figure this thing out together. <laughs> I love that, YouTube University. I It's impressive. It's, you know, the just from talking to you, I can see and I can hear like how, how much of that sponge you are. Because as I listen to you, I'm, I think there are a lot of people who go, okay, I'm just going to Google that or I'm going to watch it. But your your curiosity, I feel like, to actually go out and to learn it and to understand it is really impressive. And it's something that 
you know, when I talk to people and when I do, you know, when I teach workshops and I, I talk to potential clients or people when I do coach them, um, because it's not something I do as much anymore, I always ask them, or I'm always a big proponent of saying, you know, understand what you're trying, even if your goal is to outsource mm-hmm. it understanding it is really critical so you don't get taken advantage of. So that when you do go and say, hey, I'm going to hire somebody, whether it's a VA or a freelancer or an agency, you know, I can, I can inspect what I expect them to provide me and I don't get taken advantage of. And, and I can make decisions. I can make informed decisions and I can give good direction Mm -hmm. to say, this is what I want you to accomplish for me. And I have to understand it. So how is it, you know, how do you do when you're, when you are thinking about marketing your business and when you sit down to actually execute your marketing, do you ever think about or frame goals around what you're trying to do or how do you, yeah. How do you, so how do you establish that? What what I like to do is I'm very goal oriented. It's it's the blessing and the cursing because I accomplished something and then I'm like, okay, what's next? And I don't absorb what I just did. Um, So when I first started is what is the different type of marketing marketing strategy? So you have direct mailing to where you go to the United Post Office, you go online. And similar to like right now, around this time is a lot of politics. We have elections. The same way to do those postcards, you could do the same. I actually had the opportunity to meet with um, Don Eccles, which is a founder of Scooters. And he was helping me on this other um, project of the storefront. That's something that what they do. So you can buy leads. And a lot of people don't realize that. So you could buy leads. You could buy leads and get it down to their age, demographic, education, children, the zip code, the mouse radius, and all of that. So within that, you could do direct marketing. So my goal was, what is all the options of marketing? And let me make for sure I exhaust my free options before I start investing money. And so as the business grow, I increase that marketing budget. Reason being is because you could be the best at what you do, but if nobody knows who you are, then what? But that person that is the number one marketing and they doing all these things like social media marketing with social media influencers, that's a huge thing. You don't have to be good at what you do. They just really good at marketing and just making a little bit of results. So to me, I knew how important marketing was. And I feel like that's something that business owners put on a back burner and I pivot and challenge them, put that more in the front. So direct mail, um, I did, you know, consider door hangers, um, doing this yard signs that you can do. I consider billboards. That's my big goal to be able to have multiple billboards here locally and also something in Times Square. Um, also different types of, I do business cards. I do, um, QR code. So you can have that QR code on your favorites on your phone. So when you're networking, Hey, here you go. Like me on social media or here go my contact information. So I exhaust all type of options. So I even did, um, products. So I have swags, shirts and stuff like that. I have pens that says, is that in your budget? That's my key phrase. So then I'm on social media and it wasn't something to capitalize off of, but then people say, Hey, can I have this pen? I really need that to hold me accountable. So having those type of pens, I have swags because like now I have my shirt on. Why wear Nike and Adidas and everybody else's brand? Be your own walking billboard. So I can have a shirt on my back and says, I fix credit. When I'm going to the grocery store or to parent-teacher conference or whatever the case is, I'm captivating people's attention. That's marketing strategies. That's self-brand awareness of who I am. Making sure your social media is is consistent. Google my business, including um, content there because I get... um, you know, leads from there and stuff like that. So I strategize what type of marketing strategies do you have? You could do flyers. You could do, I've taught through Metro Community College, Crate University, do space. And it was all strategy for me because I wanted to get into other markets that they would advertise. 
I've been in magazines. I've been on the radio shows. There's so many different aspects to marketing. And I wanted to make for sure that if I was going to be, I'm not just good. I got to be great at what I do. And how do I get my name out there? Uh, do you just want to come and do my podcast and teach that stuff for me? <laughs> no, that is for you. Like, this is fantastic because this is, this is exactly kind of what I hope to teach people to embody, right? You have to think about how do I get my name out there? How do I do this consistently? You know, people don't get into the business to do marketing. Most of the time they get into business because they're really passionate about what they're yeah. doing, right? You didn't start your business thinking like, oh, I'm really excited to just go out there and like market that I help yeah. people fix credit. You know, you were passionate about helping people change their financial situations and get into a better position to make financial decisions for themselves. Like the marketing, you know, is something that is necessary. And I, I like that you've said, you know, exhaust your free options, but then create a budget because that is something to your point, business owners tend to put marketing on mm -hmm. the back burner and it, you know, it is something that is really critical if you want to grow your business, but you also can't grow it just by relying yeah. on free. It, it's not it's not possible. Um, and you're actually the second guest in, in a row that has said that same thing. So yeah. I am it so takes happy money that to make people money. are starting to it, kind of spread it, out. It, it really do. It takes mm -hmm. money to make money. And, you know, I'm looking at my sales projections. Okay, what, how much money do I want to make? I'm on a journey to becoming a multimillionaire. I always tell people that. Like, I'm on a journey to becoming a multimillionaire. Um, and so within that aspect, it's okay, you got quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. What is the things that I want to dominate within quarter one? What is my marketing strategy? Making sure I'm looking into those analytics of, Hey, um, how many followers do I have on Instagram? But it's not just the followers and likes because maybe I'm counting the invoices. That's what matters to me is how do you convert that? How can I make thousands of dollars off of Instagram? I just did a webinar co-hosted last month and I made $16,000 just off of that webinar. Split it after expenses 50-50. How do you do that? With less than 2,000 followers, I can do that in Instagram. So my goal is to get to 10K and then my next goal is 100K. But it's, it comes to marketing. And I've done ads and ads really didn't work with me. I'm going to be honest. That was another company that recommended to do Facebook ads and stuff like that. And to me, it's just like, yes, my cost per lead was low because I pay attention to my numbers because I'm a numbers person. Um, but within that aspect is organically, it worked for me is because I'm just naturally myself. I can make breakfast and post it. And guess what? That brings me business. Why? It's because I'm relatable. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I own multiple businesses. I'm in the community. I'm a community advocate. When the lights and our electricity was gone for a week, was that last July when we had that storm? Mm -hmm. I don't have to wait for the city mayor to call a, a, a or a, a state of emergency or anything like that. Guess what? I used my personal social media and was able to get over $2,000 within two days of my friends and my family or the people that want to support my community in that aspect. I've been in the meetings with the chief of police. I've been on the meetings of the OPS board, um, Cheryl Logan and things like that. I do that because I put myself out there. So anybody that's listed it, I need you guys to understand why marketing is so important is because nobody's going to market you but yourself like that, unless you're working, you know, with a company or something like that. But you need to make for sure that you are paying attention to your marketing strategies. You're analyzing that data and seeing what works for you. And if it doesn't work, then you try something else. But it's all about trial and error and keep testing things out. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's all great advice. I'm not joking when I say you could, you could no, kind of teach. No, You're like the no, perfect no. case study on, on what I hope people, am, you know, embody. So this is actually perfect. I love the way that this conversation has come together, you know, because I, 
I have these conversations with different marketing experts and different small business owners kind of teach them these things. And you are really just putting them into practice and saying, you know, you understand what you have to accomplish from a business perspective. That's always what I tell people when, you know, it's really important to understand what you have to generate in your business because your marketing has to support that. Otherwise your marketing is doing you a disservice. It's costing you money when it should be helping you make money. And you have to kind of start thinking about how can I create awareness? It's not just about how can I make a sale, but how can I create partnerships and how can I create influence for myself? I feel like there's two ways that you grow your business. It's either by having the income to spend on marketing or it's having the influence to say, here's what I do. And that naturally brings a base of followers that can help you start generating the income you need. So I think that, you know, you're, you're thinking about this in such a way. And it's just, I think like my final question is like, is this something that was, is naturally kind of cultivated in your personality or how, you know, did you hit the ground running like this? Or is it something that you felt like you kind of learned over time? Because it's, it is just, it's really impressive. And I think that's something that people look at and say, how do I do it? It's in me. I can't give you it's some cliche and be like, oh my gosh, I love that answer. It's in me. It's either, it's not, or it either is or it's not. Like when I teach other business owners, I tell them, I can't teach you how to make money. It's either in you or it's not. But what I can teach you is the behind the scenes that people don't focus. Making sure you have a brand that's legalized, you know, making sure you properly register. I have my company trademark. I did that myself. So because I'm no stranger to overcoming adversity, I tell anybody, you can put me in a room and I outwork anybody, no matter what. And because of that discipline. So like even now, I'm doing something called the 75 hard. Um, and the phrase around this, and it's kind of going on a tangent, but I'm going to bring it in and explain it, is that with the 75 hard, the challenge was two workouts a day, 45 minutes each, one have to be outdoors, um, a gallon of water a day, read 10 pages of book, self-help, no nonfiction, a progress picture every day. Um, maintain a strict diet of your choice, no alcohol, no cheat meals. I did something that was hard that nobody else could be willing to do. And when it comes to business, you got to make for sure that you are keeping your vision to yourself because it's not for everybody else to see. So when I first started out, when I was saying, hey, I'm going to fire my boss, you get the eyes, you get the stairs and stuff like that. But guess what? Now I double my income. Now I make more money. I went from making 17 something an hour and yes, being commission-based. So sometimes making $20, $25 an hour, making that type of money to making $150 per hour. I now tell people what you're going to pay me, not what I'm going to get. And so within that, I don't have to work with everybody. It's that freedom to not feeling restricted as a adult because I will be the first one to go into the branch. I'll be the last one to leave. I worked my butt off. The CEO knew who I was. And when things happen, call me on the phone and I'll tell you. I don't care which your initials behind your name. I'm going to treat everybody the same. But in regards to it, you got to be willing to be disciplined. Just like that 75 hour, I did something that most people cannot do. You have to be disciplined in your business. You got to be disciplined when it comes to marketing. Don't just give up because you ran an ad and you thought you was about to make $10,000 overnight. I'm here to tell you, baby, I'm sorry. It does not work that way. You have to be disciplined. You got to make for sure that you have that tenacity, that unique resilience. And if someone tells you throw in a towel, you keep going because you one step closer to that. Yes. Even when you hear no, 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 no. As a financial coach, and I tell people is that, okay, you got denied for a loan. Okay. Maybe your credit score is not where it was, but you don't give up. You don't let somebody, another bank dictate your success or your future of if you're going to be a homeowner or not, or you're going to be a quitter. So when it comes to your business, you need to make for sure that you be the very best. I do business because I'm passionate about things, not because a dollar, because a dollar is going to come. But within that, make for sure that it's in you. It has to be. 
but there's nothing that I can ever achieve in this world. Nothing. That's fantastic. Can I ask you one last question? I lied. One last question. (laughs) I'm trying to be honest about it. So I love the phrase that you said, you, you fired your boss. And I think there's a lot of people that are thinking about building their own business. And so did, is this something that you kind of had in mind and you worked on the side to get to, or did you have an opportunity where it was like, well, it is sink or swim and I'm going to swim and I'm going to be successful and survive Great here. question. I'm glad you asked it. Um, for everybody that's listening, do a scared, fail for it, fail fast. Nothing's ever going to be perfect. You're going to learn and grow as you grow in your company. Simple as that. Um, I never considered myself as budget to success as a company initially. It was just something I loved to do. I was passionate. I started out with budgeting only because budgeting really helped me. I did the pen and paper. When I bring in $3,000 a month, I'm budgeting everything. How can I allocate this towards debt? You know, making sure that when I pay off my car, I didn't go buy a new car. So I was very intentional when it comes to my finances. I had over a million dollar life insurance policy to this day on me. And so it's like, I wanted to make for sure I pay myself first. Don't go work at nine to five and don't pay yourself first. The reason why some entrepreneurs can't even escape the corporate America or escape their boss is because they live in a lifestyle that they can't really afford. Pay yourself first. If your boss asks you to come to work right now and they say that I'm not going to pay you, are you going to do it? No. So why not pay yourself first? So because I was intentional when it comes to my finances, that I was able to have six months of my livelihood in the savings that when I got tired of the workplace, I quit. I left. I gave my resignation. And what happened was funny is that I predated my resignation because I was sick of this that was going on to see that for months I'm analytical. So grooming to be an AVP. I knew things that was going on at manager level. So it's like, oh, I used to love this company. And as you grow, you start to see the face. You see how people act in it and how people manipulate and things like that. So it's like when you speak up and I'm telling them how I don't like certain situations, how there's a branch on Ames, it's the black branch, but why do you only have black staff there? I don't think that's right. Oh, would you ever go down there? Hell no, I would never go to that. So it's like I spoke up and for a company that I feel like was an industry leader, I knew that my mission and vision was not aligned with the companies no longer. And so I stayed true to myself. I was willing to lose a guaranteed income and get paid bi-weekly to be able to make for sure I chase my happiness. You only get one life to live in this world, so make for sure you make the best of it. It doesn't matter where you start, it's about where you end it. So within that aspect is that I was unhappy at work for something that I'm working past 40 hours, even when y'all eliminate overtime, because I still was passionate about it. I still help my members. I still want to get the job done. But when you eliminate the trips after we work so hard for them, and then you over uh, you eliminate overtime, you're eliminating of oh my gosh we overpaid you guys how do we all of a sudden you overpay i feel like they were short with money they were short with money so many changes happened and i prayed about it i prayed i'm a woman of faith and religion and it's just like you know what there would never be a perfect time if i didn't jump off the cliff then i would never be here i wouldn't be where i'm at the first year of my business i was able to make over six figures just last month i was able to save fifteen thousand dollars i went from a little girl growing from property where i came from people making twenty thousand dollars annually and for me, I used to be able to only save 25 to $50, work my way up to 500, work my way up to 1000. And to be able to do that, oh baby, you can't put a piece on a piece of mine. You can't put a price on that. So anybody that want to fire your boss, you got to do a scare. What works for me, works for me is not going to be for everybody. But I like to teach people to leave their job. It's because what happens is you go and work a 9 to 5, you got to be willing to put it from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. into your business and some people are not. 
you're depleted, you're dead. So you're not even given that same strength and focus. But what motivated me and why I made for sure I was intentional about my marketing strategies is that, okay, I got to chase the sale. I don't get a guaranteed income. So if I don't make no money, how my bills will get paid? Despite I had a husband, that doesn't mean anything, but I need to make for sure that I was intentional with it. So I did a scare and I still do a scare. I love that. Thank you for sharing that answer. I think that's, I'm so glad that this like conversation evolved the way that it is. So thank you for your time today. Where can, if listeners want to connect and learn more about what you do, where can they find you? Oh, okay. So I'm over, I'm everywhere, not, not everywhere. So that's one thing I tell people from a marketing aspect, just because people on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube, you don't need to do all things. Just be where you want to be. So on Facebook, I have a personal page that people still love. It's Nika Johnson, which is N-I-C-K-A. Johnson, which is S-O-N. And then all social media platforms such as Facebook and Instagram is budget to success. So budget, B-U-D-G-E-T, two is T-O, success, S-U-C-C-E-S-S. Um, so you can always follow me that way. You can go to the website, which is www.budget2tosuccess.net. Um, always contact us, 800-340-9442. I try to be easily accessible as much as possible just to be able to provide that support because I know how hard it and how scary it can be sometimes. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing today. I think what you're doing is amazing. And I am so grateful we connected. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having me.